Welcome back to the Charles Little Podcast, bringing it back to you on the conference finals. And uh, we did, we just witnessed the best second second round of all time, Charles. What did you think? Yeah, man, it was up there. Three game sevens, uh, one bad, two game sevens. Um, well, that's because of your boys. Yeah. We had to talk since uh, Christopher Paul. And, oh, boy. Just, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're going we're to have to get into them. Uh, oh, man. Worse than Kyrie, then we got him Kyrie. No, not as bad because Kyrie was act- like Chris Paul's still by all accounts a good teammate. <laughs> Fair like, enough. Like he's not a cancer; he's just old. I think it, like it's age is finally caught up to him. And I mean, not to say like he played; they played horrible. Like by no, you know, by no means did they play you know horrible at all. But I mean, they just time and time again, like we have large enough sample size, like they don't come up big. They just don't like. We've been seeing it for over a decade from Chris Paul. We've been seeing it for damn near a decade from James James Harden at this point. Like that choke job he had um, in the in the finals against the the Heat, that was almost ten years ago now. Like that was a while ago. Um, so like he's hasn't shown up and since then. I mean, so as oh, man, they had it all there for the taking. And at home, they had Beyonce in the crowd. Like, oh, Queen B was definitely in the building. Like, oh, like, you know, they had Travis there for the other games, but no, like, Beyonce came for game six. Like, and you, oh, man, you let down the queen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but Steph, you know, Steph showed up, man. He, that, that last that last three, he hit falls into the Rockets bench was, was unbelievable. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess one would say the Rock boys were in the building tonight in terms of Clay. Hey. That's <laughs> how it was, yeah, man. Last brothers came back with, with vengeance. So, I mean, I can't. I can't, you know, as much as I want to get on those guys, I mean, Steph pumped in 30 in the second half. I mean, that's, you know, with a, with a bum, you know, he still got that bum finger on his hand. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, I was I was more impressed. I was more impressed by what the Warriors did than when I was disappointed in what the Rockets didn't do. That's a good with, point. That's a good point. But if, uh, here's the thing. Let's, let's talk about what the facts were. This man, Steph Curry, two-time MVP, a, a unanimous MVP, had how many points at halftime? Zero. Zero. Cerro. We can't say it anymore. Dosa Cerro. Shout out to the U.S. <laughs> team. But zero points. And then what did he finish with? 33? Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. That's ridiculous. And they, you have to send that. Home. I mean, he, he he was racking up the uh, stat stuff and free throws at the end. He, who was Houston's best player in the series? Second best player in the series. Who was Houston's second best player in the series? Eric Gordon, by yes, far. Sir. 100%. See, basketball heads know. Absolutely Eric Gordon. I feel like he touched the ball three times in the last eight minutes in terms of, like, a real shot, like, where he's catching it in pocket, in rhythm. Like, yeah. I mean, same uh, can be said for James. Like, I just, like, ah, man. They, yeah. I don't really have, I don't have an answer for him. Like, there wasn't, like, they still were in it. They were hanging around. But, yeah, like, they, they, oh, man. I was, like I said, I was just disappointed in execution, especially when you got a guy like Chris Paul out there. You should always be. Uh, have the ability to get a good shot when you have, uh, you know, players, especially the quality and point, you know, the the floor general that Chris Paul is, he should know exactly what to do to get, you know, he might not make a shot, but, you know, to get you a, a good shot every time. CP3, he's not clutch, guys. Not clutch. No, that's exactly what needs to be said. Exactly what needs to be said. I heard all this talk, had Chris Paul been healthy, they would have won. That was Talked last all year. that shit. All Talked that all shit. that shit and got smacked. You had it all sitting there and you couldn't come through. And they showed. I saw. Did you see the tweet where they had like uh, Daryl Morey's like last five concession tweets to the Warriors? 
Like it's every single year, man. Like you can't. It's it's over. The run is over. They need to do something. They need to change up some stuff. Um, I don't know what they can do, you know, salary wise. But you know, they gave Clint Capella all that damn money, and then he didn't show up at all in this series. Um, you know, PJ Tucker is a great a great player, but you know how much can you rely on? You you know, you're having to play your center. You know, your six five uh, power forward at center for extended periods of time. That's not a, that's not a you know a plan for success. So. They definitely need to go back to to the drawing board. Um, you know, Daryl Morey's definitely not the not the GM to be scared to make a move. So, I'll be interested to definitely see what they do. What would you do? I mean, Jimmy Butler is from Texas. Mm. Uh, you know, Daryl. Is there enough space? Daryl would make space. Daryl will find a way. He surely does, and he'll convince his. He's exactly who they need too, in my opinion. A, a scrappy cat. A, a, he's a better version of Trevor Ariza. The ultimate three and D. Man, speaking. So let me ask you this, Clay. I mean, you see this now, and as we're watching things right now, I believe Golden State is up nine, fifty-four forty-five uh, in Game One of the Western Conference Finals uh, against Portland, who we will make sure we will give major props to um, and have a conversation about CJ McCollum. However, Golden State, you, there's no messing around now. Like it doesn't matter what KD does. Don't wait on your money. You offer Clay Thompson. At twelve oh one, whatever the max is, don't you? Uh, yeah, I think it has to be done just because, like I said, I feel like at the at the like I've said previously, at the core foundation of who the the Warriors are, it's uh it's the Splash Brothers first and foremost. Everybody else can come and go, but the foundation, the bedrock of, of the Golden State Warriors is Clay and Steph. So, I I believe they should keep those two at all costs above everybody else, even KD. So, um, yeah, gotta get gotta gotta make sure Clay's on board. Absolutely. He has to definitely be in the, you know who, I mean, this is his item. not a big fan of him as a person. Um, just the way he, I love his competitive spirit. Um, I like that he's a, a Swiss army knife, a jack of all trades, but I don't like his mannerisms on the court. And that's like, I sound like a curmudgeon when I say I don't like somebody's mannerisms, but what I'm trying to explain is like Draymond, he's incredibly improved over the course of the year. Um, just because he got his body right, I mean, you can definitely tell he's driving in the lane better, handling the ball. Um, but damn, bro, like this guy, like they they went back into their old 2015 days against Houston. It was nice to see. Yeah, Steph even brought out the, the old the old high top curries and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they went they went in the bag. Um, I don't know what that's you know what that says about the chemistry they got with KD or all that. They've been kind of saying some weird shit the last couple of days, um, but. I mean, I'm I'm sure, like you know, as much as you know, they might they might be joyous to play this way, or, you know, temporarily. Um, you know, they'll be they'll be happy to get their their nuke back, the nuclear weapon back, um, in in the coming coming game. So, um, yeah, because he's definitely the difference. I'm, the Pelicans have nobody that can not the Pelicans, the Trailblazers. We'll get to the Pelicans. The Trailblazers have nobody um, that can guard him, and he's going to be the one to tip the scale and make this a, a quick and easy series once he comes back. So. Um, yeah, as much as it's all it's all fun and games right now without KD, they need him in the end of, uh, at the end. So he'll be the difference come in the finals against Toronto or against uh, Milwaukee. It'll be fun. This the first this year. Well, I mean that. This is a good segue. I guess you're already predicting how many, uh, what are we going to do with Golden State in the Western Finals? Uh, I mean, I think they're going to get get the uh, Trailblazers out of here in six. They're going to fight hard, but uh, I mean, just they got too many weapons. And once, K, like I said, once KD comes back. Uh, game is five and six. It's just going to tip the scales. 
You you still believe this is only a mild calf strain? Yeah, I think he's good to go. I think he'll be fine in a couple of days. Okay, I think you we mentioned on the pod the last time you were talking about the what the timeline would be in an injury of that sort. So um, that's good because I don't. I'm gonna say this right now. I don't. I think they would have to take seven against the Blazers and KD. Um, but if KD ain't right, right, MKA gonna get them in five for sure. Um, but but before we get to that, just because we already. Um, Let's make sure we cover the Blazers Nuggets. I think it's a good segue for that, just because we are watching the Western Conference Finals right now. We have already spoken on that, but um, talk to us about, I mean, last time we talked, I mean, we were going into 3-2, um, and, excuse me, 3-3, and the Blazers had forced a game seven, but now, I mean, Charles, that was incredible. What they, I mean, it's, Denver had the number one home record in the league for the, um, that, I was so impressed with Dame and, and CJ and them. Dame had a, I mean, obviously, we, I think it's fair to say your hair is, which is why they pretty much gave him a f- fantastic deal for his skill set. Um, very beneficial for the team. But, man, we have an opportunity here to see CJ uh, in a different light. It was really cool to see, man. What, what were your thoughts about Game 7? Uh, I mean, my man got his guitar solo, and he went crazy. Um, he did his thing. Like, I mean, people, I mean, ever since he was at Lehigh, you know, in the game he had against Duke, He's been a great isolation player, um, breaking people down. So, um, I mean, just the chance that he finally got an opportunity with Dame being off, you know, having Gary Harris on him and then letting him take advantage of those, uh, of, you know, I don't know, was it Torrey Craig and, you know, Jamal Murray and those other guys who couldn't guard him. You know, CJ is 6'3", 6'4", lanky. You know, he can get to the bucket, he can shoot the three, break you down off the dribble, and he's got a real nice mid-range game. So, I mean... He's a, you know, I think he's, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league. I would, you know, I think he, I, I think he could be a league dog for, uh, for a certain team in the, in the right situation. Um, I think he's better than a lot of players that, you know, people rank up there. Um, you know, I, I was, I've said before when, when the Cavs were getting ready to trade Kyrie, I, their first call should have been to the, to the Trailblazers and just try to trade Kyrie for one of those guys. But yeah, he's grown, uh, and he's a walking bucket. I mean, he's always been a walking bucket. He's just a smooth operator. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to watch him play in the pick and roll. And, uh, you know, he got buckets, and he came through for his team when they needed the most. You know, even though Dame had a bad game, he still has some, he just, they were both crashing the glass. Um, and then Dame had that, that key on uh, that key three, off the, uh, you know, when he got the steal and then popped back into the corner and got that three. So, I mean, they, they were making plays all around. Um, even, you know, it's not all about scoring all the time. And, you know, you know, give them props, give the Nuggets props. They fought all the way, you know, all the way to seven. Couldn't buy a bucket. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they just couldn't make shots, couldn't get stops. And, you know, they're young. They'll learn from it. But uh, it just wasn't their time. And, you know, they'll bounce back. I think they need, you know, they need to retool, make a couple tweaks to the roster for sure. Um, maybe add some more firepower. Take all those, um, you know, take all those average players you have and maybe turn them into one above average player. Uh, so just some small things they, they need to do. But they had a good season, though. All things considered with their prospects, they had a good season. Let me take you back to July 28th, or July 26, 2018. Durant comes on the uh, Pulling Up with CJ McCollum podcast. And CJ goes into the conversation about how he's mad the Warriors signed DeMarcus Cousins, a tyrant. Durant, let me, since uh, you you on a little bit of social media, uh, hiatus in terms of just clearing your mind and uh, just on that self, just fantastic for you. Um, big ups on uh, So to recap, why are you mad about this stuff? Durant asks. McCollum goes, bro, I'm in the league. What do you mean, why am I mad about this stuff? I'm in the Western Conference. 
I gotta play you MFers all the time anyway as it is over and over again. We got eliminated by y'all a few times and I'm looking at and it interrupts from I mean you guys know you aren't going to win a championship. McCullum goes, bro, we have the team, we have the capabilities, anything is possible and we can win a championship. Uh and then he goes, Durant talks about McCullum and talk about his sweat play. And he goes, So what do you suggest? Uh Durant goes, I suggest you just keep playing but was on at the top of the <laughs> He goes on the relax. He goes, we were right there at the top of things. We were the third seed last year, bro. We were right there. We were just slightly below one inch. And then there was, but how'd you play? <laughs> Some unfortunate situations happened in the first round. And then he goes, well, how'd you play? Some unfortunate circumstances. And then Durant goes, like an eight seed. <laughs> man, I'm so mad that KD's not here for them to get the little John in the first few games, man. Like, people don't understand. Like, in the offseason, NBA, NBA beat was so fun. It's so great to look forward to keep the rivalry to the rivalry season, which is why, you know, Dame, you know, took his situation to another level uh, last year, uh, or excuse me, this year when Russell started doing the baby rocking. NBA is so petty and yet so fun at the same time. Yeah, man. But I, I mean, the thing that he said it, and I mean, I, I, I kind of feel, feel the way he, he feels about it. I don't think that the Warriors really think that the Blazers can beat them. Um, I think you know the, the way the way that the that the Rockets pushed them last year. They they knew that even if they played their best, the Rockets would be right there with them. But I think they know if like they play their best, the the Blazers can't beat them. I you know I've I've always you know I think that's fine. I think I think even if this game, this series goes seven, like there's I haven't even entertained the uh, Blazers winning the series. Never crossed my mind not once. You run it back right with this group. With what group? The Trailblazers? Yeah, just in case, like, say the inevitable happens, they lose in six. Um, I mean, like I said, um, you run it back. If, run it back, maybe, maybe add a piece. Like I said, if you, I don't know what the cap situation is. You can get a guy like Tobias. Uh, you, you know, some, you know, some more wing players. I like uh, Amino and those guys, but you know, you need to be, you got to try to get more out of that. Obviously, uh, maybe resign Cantor since you know his whole life journey has been for him to be a Blazer, basically. Uh, and you know, they'll get, obviously they'll get Nurses back, so. Um, it'll you know we'll we'll see what they got, but I think they need a, they need to add a wing player. Now it's gonna be interesting to see whether they have the confidence in being like well, you know let's go ahead and go get this one or two seed in the West because we'll there's gonna be more miles on Steph, more miles on Clay. We're just assuming that Durant's gone. Um, that's what I think is a fair assumption right now, more than fair. But there's gonna be a lot more on their plates. Portland, if they get Nurk back and they run it back and they got. Uh, you know who's kind of hooping right now? I mean, if they get Nurk and Canner going at the same time, and hell, your boy uh, Zach Collins is starting to hoop. Don't sleep Man, on him. I just, I just, it just dawned upon me too. And they got the uh, the wild card. They got Anthony Simmons on the bench, <laughs> who gave the, the what's the name boy. of cool forty at the, in the, the young boy. game winner or game uh, I, game ending of the season, game fin- or season finale. Excuse me. That young boy got 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 some go in him. Yes, he does. So, IMG Academy respect. I mean, they got some prospects. Like I said, I just wish they, they they need they you know in the same way like they got they got Chief and they got Mo Harkless. If you can turn you know turn those two players into a better you know not a just gotta upgrade those positions. I feel like if you really want if you really want to be serious about this championship life. Speaking about championship life and serious about what he does, um, have you seen a better uh, in modern day uh, outside of Shaq? Have you seen a better big man performance in the playoffs? Then Nikola Jokic for like his very first time in the playoffs. The big Roly Poly got it done. Uh, he did all the things I wish Joel Embiid would have done. Um, yeah, he he impressed me. He impressed me. Uh, got to keep growing. 
with, with his offensive game. Get you know, get a little shoot that if he shoots the three a little bit, a little bit, um, mm-hmm. a, little bit a little higher clip. And I, I don't know, it's not be aggressive because he's obviously already aggressive because he can score forty when he needs to. That's but exactly I wanted, right. But I almost want him to be more shoot first, pass second, even though the passing is a beautiful part of his game. Like, uh, you know, LeBron does that, and Ben's like at the same time, like people don't understand, like. It's cool wanting the assist, but it's like if you can score thirty, score thirty. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, you know, I think Braun was on his way to doing that in L.A. this year. Like you could tell, he just got a little bit more aggressive on the shooting when they when they started going on their little run uh, when they were making straight uh, making headway uh, prior to him getting injured, and they were up by twenty some on Golden State on Christmas Day. Um, and you don't have to do anything drastic. It's just more of those like fifty-fifty plays. It's like sure. oh, I'm gonna kick this out. It's like no, nah, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get these buckets. When's the first time you remember seeing a Jokic play? Say so what now? When's the first time you remember seeing Jokic play? Um, last year, really, when he when he was first started accumulating his triple doubles and stuff. So my first time seeing him was that 2016. There's like these YouTubes on him, but it was in the Olympics when he was with Serbia, and I like saw these like incredible possessions of Serbia just moving the ball around effortlessly. Like, it was like listening to unbelievable music. The way these dudes were moving and grooving, bro, it was incredible. And I'm, oh my God, who's this big dude with crazy vision? And here he is, you know, three three summers later on the precipice of he almost going to Western Conference Finals. Like, he's the only one who, like, really stepped up big late. Um, what, what, what do you think they're going to do with Paul Millsap? I mean... He's a is he restricted or uh, unrestricted? Restricted. He got an option. Oh, he's got an option, man. They got an option on him. Uh, and his option, his number is high as hell too. Um, nah, I think you decline the option. Let let him go out there and go get. You know, he's older. Let him go out there and get him a two year deal somewhere. That's exactly uh, what it is. A two year like a two year thirty or two year thirty three yeah, million. Yeah, yeah, go get you, go get you something like that and um, try to retool. Like I said, maybe maybe get that money over and try to. You know, like I said, if you can imagine if they had Tobias, um, imagine you know they they can make some they can make some moves. I think they got some wiggle room. Um, I want to see some growth from uh, Gary Harris um, as an as an offensive player. He's a great defender, but I want to see more from him on the offensive end. I don't see why he can't. Why if he expanded his offensive game, he could be the the second scoring option ahead of Jamal Murray because Jamal Murray seems to be kind of wishy washy with that with that role. Doesn't always make the best decisions. I'm sitting here watching this game. And there was a high pick and roll, maybe five feet outside the three-point line, the NBA three-point line. Dame couldn't get through the screen by Kevon. Fine. But is there anybody who's going to help and put a hand up? Like, you you cannot win this series with Durant gone, playing weak-ass defense. Like, you need to send Rustis man with two to three players. Always. Um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, anyways, I had to start that. We had to go off from the tangent there. I'm just watching that, and I'm just like, man, I see why... I mean, it's not that. I mean, you talk about it. Yeah, it's a make or miss league for sure. Well, he's gonna make eighty percent of open threes if he's shooting them straight away and nobody putting a hand up. Damn. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that wet, wet. Yeah, I ain't messing with that. But uh, um, I mean, Denver. Meanwhile, Steph's yeah. getting loose, so it's all good. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Denver. Uh, Jamal Murray. What's his arc? I mean, I think Jamal Murray is going is going to make a lot of money playing basketball. Um, but I don't think Jamal Murray is. I think he's eventually going to end up being like an overrated player because I feel like I don't see. He's just like I said. He just makes bad decisions. He takes bad shots sometimes. Um, I don't see a way. What's his feeling? Is he going to average twenty a game? I think that's his. 
you know, I don't ever see him being on. He can't be. He can't play with Jokic and average more than twenty a game. Sure. So I mean, that's his. I mean, that, that's his flow. But I mean, he's a solid, definitely a solid player to have. Um, he's young. You got him under. You got him under contract for a couple more years. So I mean, definitely an asset. But I mean, I, he, is he an all star? Is he ever going to be an all star? That's highly up for debate. Mm. That's kind of my barometer of you know player. Are you an all star or not an all star? So I don't ever see Jamal Murray making an all star team. Very interesting. I mean, it was so hard for Dame even to crack it six years in or five years in. So that know. means you've been putting it, but Dame was putting it work the whole time. Jamal Hundreds, Murray still always, always. still inconsistent, still not. You know, Dame Dame was rookie of the year. Dame been putting in, been grinding. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm. Uh, I think that's what. So like Jamal Murray, I would look at some Dame tape. Um, no one's asking him to be like an excellent defender. I just want to see him be better. You know what I mean? And ninety percent of that is just effort. Like you just got to try. It's not like motherfuckers ain't. Yeah, to play like to be an above average defender, like not even. I mean, an average adequate like that. To be that, you just got to try. The the people that are above average defenders are try really hard and have like the skills and the talent to be a good defender. But all you gotta do is man rotate. Get your hands up and play in front of people. The shit that pisses me off so much about when Steph watching Steph Curry play defense, it drives it's been driving me crazy the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's been getting in foul trouble the entire playoffs with these stupid ass fouls. He's like going for steals, back tapping, swiping, all these dumb fouls, and he always just like comes up like laughing about it. Like this shit's funny. Like, bro, you got three fouls in the first in the first quarter, <laughs> and none of them were like actually right. like, ha- like were fucking needed. You didn't have to do this. Like I watched him foul Chris Paul. Um, the other day, he Chris Paul drives drove on him. He takes the first one in the chest. Great fucking defense. Chris Paul backs up and then like changes direction, and then Steph Curry goes for a steal. It's like why you were in good position. You didn't have to go for the steal. You literally just could have stayed where you were. He would have driven back into your chest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's just like he's just a want to and whatever. And he's just like that was was like his fourth foul or whatever. And it's just like dude, like that shit is just play defense. Take some pride in the fact that your man is going by you. And like busting your ass, like come on. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's real. I'm uh, they got a. I think Mike Malone's a fine coach. Um, they got some more things to retool, but they they can be back. I could see them in the Western Conference semifinals again next year for sure. Oh yeah, no, no doubt for sure. They're yeah. a good team. They got a good. They got a good couple years with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they can run it back. I mean, they're in good shape. Like honestly, like I think they're ran by good people. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what type of Western Conference folks are gonna make a splash this summer. I mean, there there's no shame in losing in the in the West semis. None. You know what I mean? There's no real like, what do we need to like? We don't need to. Ooh, CJ. Um, you know, you don't have to retool the. You know, the sky isn't falling in your franchise, so they're good. They're good to go. We don't think the sky was falling on this next franchise that we're gonna talk about, but uh, just because they released the information today, but. At, for, at one point, I realized that, oh, my God, Brett Brown may be coaching for his job. And then also, are they going to be okay as the process stopped at seven games getting to the Eastern Conference semifinals? It was a lot to digest of, like, they got to change some stuff up. But, um, you know what, uh, are we clapping that Philly made it seven games? Because you and I thought it may could have been a sweep. Um, definitely five games. But how how, how are we going to remember this Philly or how should we? Um, a bunch of circles that wouldn't fit into square pegs. Mm. So my, my bad, square pegs that wouldn't fit in circles. My bad, said that backwards. But just a bunch of misfit pieces that don't go together. Um, they really need to, you know, they they need to ha- get a 
long look in the mirror and figure out what they're trying to do as a as a franchise because they those pieces don't fit um, at all, and it just like yeah, it's just not it's not gonna work. Ben Simmons has to go. Um, you trade Simmons or Embiid? If and this is our segment of WWCD, what would you I mean, do? If I would trade, I mean, I would is I honestly like I said, I have I I don't have the biggest the best um, the most optimism for Joel Embiid's. Uh, health prospects for the next five to six years of him of his knees and he's just there's always something wrong with him and that's a big body yes sir. so i just like i just think it's just going to continue and he's only he's 23 24 right now so i can just see this just getting worse um so like i'd honestly trade him uh while i while i could still get some high value for him um keep ben simmons and then play and then build around him i know that there's not a chance in hell they would ever do that but that's what i would do just because I mean, Ben Simmons can play, but he needs he needs to be able to run the show and have space and have some guys that'll that'll run with him and and you know get up and down. You heard the rumor about Simmons for LeBron that said Philly's That'd gonna throw a, that out there. I would if I was LA, I'd take that trade actually. But um, yeah, what would you if, do with Lonzo? If I could get if I could trade if the Lakers traded LeBron for Ben Simmons and uh and Tobias, they sign and trade is Tobias it like a sign and trade? I take that. Mm. Mm. Well, that's an interesting hypothetical, sir. Then you can trade you can trade Lonzo for something. Yeah, I think he's eventually got to go anyway. Um, you know, probably right after his rookie deal. But um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting uh, food for thought um, on that front. Uh, Jimmy Butler is he a seventy sixer next year? Oh yeah, they got to pay him. He's he, him and Joel are like I, they're like best friends. They're the they're the hood Bobby and Toby. Um, are they getting closer? No, I just feel like they're built. They're two dogs. They're just dogs, and I feel like they go together. And I feel like if anybody, if there was anybody who, you know, they're just two assholes. And if there were any, you know, I just feel like there was anybody who would get Joel. It would be it would be Jimmy. So, um, yeah, they're they're fine, and they got to pay him because he's the only one on their team that can go get a bucket. Does that mean Tobias Harris is going to walk? Which he, a month yeah. ago you would have thought that it was Tobias staying at Jimmy. Yeah, he's the odd man out. He didn't really show up. The way uh, he, he they needed him to, and for the money, not that not that I'm sure they'll want him back, but uh, for the money that somebody else is going to pay him, I don't because I don't think he's going to get the offer he's going to want from the from the 76ers. And it's just like I said, if it's if it comes down to if, the, if you got if you sign to you can't run this team back. You have somebody has to go in that starting five. So I'm who's JJ. Yeah, like you need you just need a like you need a yeah 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 JJ's gone obviously, but you got to if you sign Tobias, you got to trade trade Ben Simmons. Mm. Can't keep those three, all those six, six, seven, six, eight guys. Like you got to trade one of them. One of them, one of them can't be there. Then think about it like that. Hmm, that's a good point. Okay. And so, um, so we we are in agreement that one of them definitely have to go if they're trying to get to the finals, which would be yeah. our goal now. For sure. But uh, yeah, one of them's got to go, and it, it ain't gonna be Jimmy because Jimmy, like I said, Jimmy proved proved himself during this series, and, and Tobias could have definitely played better. Yeah, I, I'm. You're hitting the you you getting it right now, man. That's that's hitting all the facts on the head right there. Um, so take it back to the we forgot to how our final rankings right now for uh, the Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference uh, player notes. Um, I mean Nikola Jokic is he the third best player in the world right now? The dad bod guy. You wanted to get that off so bad. I had to. I had to. <laughs> no. So in reverence. Uh, I'm not giving. I'm not giving him the third best player on, on in the playoffs. Life. Is he the fifth best player in the playoffs? Fifth best player in the playoffs. Let's think about players in the playoffs right now. KD, 
the reemergence of Steph is Steph came back like the Dark Phoenix. So uh, KD, Steph, Giannis, he, he lost to Dame in the series, so Dame is better. No, nah, he's like fifth, fifth or sixth. It's been incredible, and he's under what is he twenty four? Yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah. I mean, he's good. He's a good young young player. Um, League is some I, talent right now. Good yeah. lord. I, I got to see him against some people because, like I said, I remember earlier in the season, uh, not early in the season, but towards the end of the season when Boogie busts his ass. So, you know, I got to see see him uh, play against – I would have liked, like I said, I would like to see him against Nurkic and see what he would have done against him because um, they, they got a little bad blood with him. But um, it's easy – you know, I, yeah, he gets busy on smaller dudes, but I want to see – I want I would love to see what he does with some size on him. I haven't really – I feel like every time I watch him play, he's not playing against anybody that's, you know, his size that can really bang with him. So that would have been, you know, be interesting. And on this side of the equation, if you will, um, I think Sunday may have clinched it that we're looking at. Uh, definitely the best two-way basketball player uh, in the world. But has he become the best player in the in the playoffs? And I think my answer is yes, and that's Kawhi Leonard uh, handling business uh, on, on Sunday against the Sixers and sending them home, man. It was uh, he, everybody's like, well, you know, Kendrick Perkins mentioned that he has does a lot of Jordan type things. Uh, man, that's been known for quite a minute. It's just that now it's on the big stage with no San Antonio, etc. But um, yeah, we got to give a little credit to our, our guy Rasai Phillips, um, unbelievable uh, NBA draft scout and, and former uh, pride of the University of Detroit Mercy uh, Titans, phenomenal player. Uh, back in the MCC days, uh, Horizon League now. Um, but he is, he mentioned that Kawhi is, has so much Michael in him of where Mike, before like the value of three-pointers, like became alive. Footwork and everything, man. It's, that was incredible. I've never seen anything like that from a perimeter player um, handle things like that, like he did for his team. And they needed every point, needed every little steal, every little deflection this time to get it done. Yeah, I mean, the the... the... <clears throat> the Warriors and the Rockets and Daryl Morton came out, you know, analytics and stuff made it seem like, you know, twos were the were the worst thing in the world where, you know, two if twos aren't bad shots if you're making them. <laughs> yeah, a bucket's a bucket, especially a bucket in the playoffs. is a bucket. And Kawhi Kawhi was doing his thing and he was hitting all you know, a lot of shots out there. He took fucking thirty nine in, in game seven, but um yeah, man, I, I I'm not gonna I I'll say he's the second best player I've seen in the playoffs. Like I'm sorry, Kevin Durant's just the best. The best thing I've seen all um, all the playoffs. He's the perfect basketball player. Um, like he's like a, I remember growing you know growing up playing 2K and stuff when you'd make a, a random creative player that was seven feet and could shoot the like Kevin Durant was the player we all made. So I got to give it to him. And when he comes back, um, you know he's the best offensive player uh, out of those out of him, Giannis and, and Kawhi, and all three of those guys are are very very. Very, very good defenders. So, I mean, obviously Kawhi's the best of, of the three, but, you know, Kevin Durant's no slouch on the defensive end either. He guarded James Harden better than I've seen most people guard him So um, before he went down. So, I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to be the person that's, you know, that's picking who's who's better than this, who's better than that, man. I'm just trying to appreciate, you know, the the, the fire-ass basketball that we're seeing on a, on a night-in, night-out basis because – this shit is this is man. This is everything. This is like ball is life, and this is like the best the best thing you're gonna see all year. And you know, it hurt me to see KD go down, but you know, to see Kawhi like that that shot in the corner over Embiid. That's a, that's that's MJ all all day every day. Sure is, man. It was gorgeous, bro. So I mean, it's just crazy to see, man. It's, fuck March Madness. This is way better. Product is incredibly better, no doubt about that. 
while we have, uh, just in terms of giving a quick update, while we were talking the last few minutes, Portland just went on themselves a nice little run. Uh, looks like a 9-0 run uh, to cut it to nine points. Oh, no, 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 no. Did he just have a non-contact injury? Dane? Uh-oh. Oh, no, that was Rodney Hood, our boy, after he just hit a three. Uh, by the way, Rodney Hood's still playing in the playoffs, Charles, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> it's all good. So is that Collins. It's all good. And that'll be the exact reason they don't win. I'm standing for these cats, though. Well, exactly, the exact reason why they don't win. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Seth? Bang. Down to an eight-point game. Seth Curry with the little pump fake. Dribble left, pulling up just like his daddy, just like his brother. Probably looks like Sonya's ass. Um, even though we're probably going to see her about 50 times uh, yeah. fifty times a game, which I'm not looking forward to. I mean, if that was, if that was a drinking game, you'd, you'd have to get your stomach pumped. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Alcohol poisoning on lows. No oh, question. Yeah. No doubt. No question. Uh, man, so we know the Sixers are what they are, but it's, it's the end of the road for the Raptors. It looks like, I mean, they don't have enough with Milwaukee's length, do they, to get to the finals? Man, I want to see what Kawhi does. With uh on on Giannis, it's gonna happen. Um, Siakam is gonna have to do something. He's gonna have to dig deep, get his shit, get his shit together. Um, Kyle Lowry's gonna have to have like a I don't know a a, a Rocky three moment with himself and, and look himself in the mirror and, and come out swinging because Eric Bledsoe is gonna gonna try to tear his head off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he better get it together if he, if he thinks he's gonna gonna fuck with him. So I mean, they got a chance. They're definitely um I I, I honestly don't have have um i'm not I, can't, I don't really have a thought on it. i think it's going seven uh i picked i picked the raptors to make it to the to, all the way to the finals i think Kawhi is gonna gonna do enough to slow down Giannis while do, still doing his thing um so yeah i'm i'm gonna go raptors and seven by uh you know by the thinnest of margins oh. is are we sure nick nurse is a good coach i meant to ask that I don't know but he's he's four games away from going to the finals he's four games away from the finals but at the same time like i, I just I don't know. I've been seeing. I, there's been a lot of shaky coaching jobs during during these playoffs, and I'm sure. just I've I just been wondering. That. No, that's a very fair question. Very fair question. I still would like to know. Um, and is it? Well, I'll tell you what. Only set Kawhi what two minutes I was smart enough not to do that. So that's a right. That's a good thing. But but I'm you know. But I don't. At the same time, I don't want to say is, is Nick Nurse a good coach because he's a better coach than Brett Brown. That's not the barometer that we should yeah. be coaching. Picking, figuring out how your quality of coach. In quite, incredibly correct. Incredibly correct. Um, and that's unfortunate because they are going to be kind of linked. Hmm. And do we table this for a little bit? See what happens. Yeah. Let's see how the ball plays out first. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We go. We gonna find out. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, we gonna find out. Man, oh man. Oof. Uh, so I think we covered everybody in the playoffs that we needed to at a high level. Um, we have our predictions, as you know. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. I think he's gonna win in five. Uh, Toronto, they won the first two. Get themselves a split in the Air Canada Center. Uh, and it's a wrap for in five games. Uh, in Milwaukee Bucks. Gentlemen sweep. Yes, sir. Fuck no. The Raptors are not going out like the Celtics. Shame on you. I said what I said. The shame on you. The Raptors have heart. I, I said what I said. Just because the Celtics didn't have heart don't mean the, the Raptors don't have heart. M- Milwaukee's way better than I thought they were. Way better. They are. But Kawhi's way better than I thought he was too. So, um, man, we're going to see you, man. This is this is the best time of the year, man. We're yes. going to see This is fun. No question. I'm going to hold it this, to it. Like a, I said. This is a duel. This is mono, mono. This is, this is Giannis versus... Versus Kawhi, we're going to see what they both made of. Golden State and seven. Okay. And, well, and the Bucks, And that means they're going to get some more rest, too. Ooh. 
Fighter. This is no predictions are made. We will check this. You you t- we have the timestamp on it. Ain't no problem. We good. Um. So man, I guess we we'll, let's uh we got to get to the the results of the draft lottery, man. Uh, we 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 don't want to go specifically all into uh all the picks that could happen. Just what were your what were your quick reactions, my man? Um, Lakers got the four pick. Uh, I mean, it's it's not the best thing for Lakers, you know, but it's 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 a start. It's a start in the right direction. Um, hilarious to see the Knicks fans get fucked, but I mean, I don't I don't know why Knicks fans thought they were gonna get any better. They I don't know why they thought they were getting the one pick. You're still getting KD, so chill the fuck out. Um, and they may not have gone if he was there. Right. But, I mean, good. that's a come up for the Pelicans. The Pelicans with the, with the jack move, with the power play now, they hold all the cards. Yes, they do. Uh, so, uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um, I would, I would, I don't know, I would gauge, I would have to, ha- I, I get David, because David Griffin's confident. It's not like they have the old GM in there. David Griffin is, is a confident GM. So, he, he's probably going home. Uh to figure out what the fuck is going on, but I mean, if Anthony Davis wants to stay, I feel like he should. I feel like AD should almost stay now. But I, I, from what I read, he still he still wants to be traded. I mean, Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, and Zion would be a pretty good triumvirate. But I mean, if they can flip Anthony Davis and then flip Drew Holiday and have a young core of like you know Jason Tatum and sure. whoever and those guys with Zion, I mean, you know, that's not the not and that's not a bad place to start either. And you can and then you just build the whole thing from the ground up. I would say one of the very first things they need to do in this change of events is I hate to say it because I know he's a good man. They got to fire Alvin Gentry. Oh, they already committed that he's coming back though. They got to get rid of. But this hey, things have changed. We got to get rid of Alvin Gentry. Wow. No, 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 no. They swept the Blazers last year, man. I don't give a damn. <laughs> um, I'm I am so happy for New Orleans. I try not to put his name out there from a publicity standpoint, but I have friends who are, I have a friend that's very, very much in the, uh, the he's very much in the GM's office. Um, and I'm happy for him because I think that they have the number one tradable asset in the world in Anthony Davis. And they have the number one pick for, uh, apparently the best generational talent since LeBron in the draft, uh, according to the analyst. This is incredible. They're in great shape. Their their real build is is on for sure. Now it's just who they want to flip them to. And apparently, you think they do coach, which may be the case. Alvin could get the boot after fifteen games. So I'm just saying, if you're going with the whole rebuild of like you're trading AD, you're trading Drew Holiday, man, get rid of the coach, get a new coach. Mm. So that brings us to the New York Knicks, the three slot. Get Tyloo, get Tyloo with those young boys. Uh, Katie and Kyrie coming. There's more reports that this has happened. I mean, if that's what they want to do, I still don't understand how the two most sensitive basketball players are going to play in that market, but yeah. I just don't understand. Like, that's the part of it I don't understand. You guys don't want to talk about anything but basketball. Well, this is the place where they're not going to talk to you about anything, you know, anything basketball-related. That's going to be the backburner shit. Hey, um, yeah, they got something to think about there, boy. I mean, they don't have to put all of their stuff aside. Um, now, do they could they take over New York and – and do some things, yeah, sure they can. There's two of the 15 best players in the world, uh, two of the maybe 12 or 13 best players in the world. Um, but we're not going we're not going to give Kyrie all that type of dude because we need to see, we need to see him. Uh, we need to yeah. see him in different stuff a little bit. I'm not worried about I'm not worried about KD in New York because KD still gonna go out here and get 30. Mm-hmm. Rain, sleet, or snow, Kevin Durant getting 30. So 
I don't worry about none of that. I worry about Kyrie's old emotional ass bringing down KD, fucking up KD shine. Who do you think is the best player in the world right now? And there's an argument for both. Him and Kawhi. Um, you're right. You're right. You don't want some of that, that bad apple, some of that bad seed rubbing off on uh, Durant. That's for sure. Um, I mean, can I, I? let's get this on the record, too. Even though he's not in the playoffs and he hasn't played all year, I still don't think Giannis is better than Anthony Davis. I still don't think Kawhi is better than Anthony Davis. You know what sucks is that, well, you and I have thoughts about Anthony Davis, but I think we see him for different than what a lot of others see him. But let's, hmm. It's a good question because you are what you are what your record says you are, and because of his because of AD's injuries, like you said, the best ava- the the best ability is availability. Um, couldn't be any more right. And Giannis was available a lot this year. He was, he was. I'm not saying like, he's gonna get the hardware. He's gonna get the MVP, and as he, and he deserves it. And he's the, gonna, and that it means he's getting it over AD, and therefore we can't put AD above him. If the hard work, you can say what you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. I can say what I want to say. I know what I'm talking about. He's not better than Anthony Davis. Not a better. He's not a better. He's not a better defender. Anthony Davis is a generational defender, and he's not better on offense. He's not a better basketball player than him. There's levels to this. Is, and there are levels come, to if it. They beat, Anthony, Anthony if they Davis beat the Golden State Warriors, if they beat the Golden State Warriors, I'll, then I'll say it then. Basketball is a team sport, yes, but I'm talking about in a vacuum individually. Giannis Antetokounmpo is not a better basketball player than Anthony Davis. He is the antidote to Giannis. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's just as quick. Just because mm. he's demanding trades and all this other stuff, don't let's not forget what happened last year. Who was averaging twenty eight and twelve? Like, let's not forget this. Oh no, he can hoop. Let's no not question. forget that. Even he missed all those games this year. Played twenty minutes in other games. He still averaged twenty six a game. Ronnie Hill with a nice spin move and one. Just in case you were wondering, Charles. Uh, yeah, on on Jarebko. Good for you. Get out of here with this Rodney Hoodness. <laughs> Oh man, I'm, we're so I'm so glad I was on his his glow up and getting to the conference finals. Dog, it's so great. Um, as, as I watched this game, I realized the reason that the that the Blazers can't beat the can't beat the Warriors. The the Blazers want to play free flowing basketball. You can't out free flow the Warriors in free flow basketball. The the Rockets would try to muddy up the game, use their phys, physicality and stuff to to wear the guy, wear the Warriors down. The Blazers are just going to run up and down with them. And they can't do that better than the Warriors can. That's going to be their challenge is to slow the game down because if they just want to run up and down the court and jack threes with them, they're going to lose. What would Bobby Axelrod do with the New York Knicks, Charles? Fucking sell them. Uh, but, oh, man, they, that, that's, the, that's the great season of billions that we need when Bobby buys the Knicks. We need that to happen, don't we? That would be, yeah. Bobby. We need Showtime to step it up and be like, yeah, you know what? We made enough money on this. We're buying it. That'd be so great. Or Bobby and, and Gary V by the by the Jets. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. Oh man, I'd be all in. Uh, that the Knicks intrigue me so much because should they be drafting R.J. Barrett? Maybe because I think R.J. is going to translate better in college or better in the pros. Uh, personally, um, but you and I are still. And then I saw uh, the latest projection is our boy Cam Reddish going to Atlanta. That could be fantastic for him to go to Atlanta. They got some young boys. Uh. As long as he stays out the streets, yeah, that's a good move. Hey, Magic City Mondays, you gotta relax that. But. Hey man, Cam, Cam like he like he didn't like he didn't enjoy the fruits of Atlanta. Uh, which may be the case, but man, if they just get their stuff together, they could be all right too. Oh yeah, no, they, they're definitely they're building, they're building now. You got to see if they're, you know, you actually take that next step to you know, saying you're building something for a team that you know a team that won thirty something games. Is one thing, you know, you got to at least, you know, you got to get to the, the, at least the Magic made the playoffs, you know, as much as we don't think much sure. of the Magics, at least they made the playoffs. It's a step in the right direction. 
Very true. Very true. That's a good point. Um, this is gonna be fun, man. This is uh, I'm interested. The Culver situation is interesting. He's, I mean, he has He definitely has the tools. We both believe that Cam Reddish is just like yeah, just pencil in for ten years and playing good on teams. Uh, both you and I like Kobe White. Um, they have people are talking about him on seven to the Bulls. And you being you used to live in Chicago, do you think that would be a good fit for them? I mean, is Kobe White on the Bulls? I mean, is Zach Levine really their point guard or is he their two guard? Um, I think that's one question they need to ask. They obviously can't draft a big, so they, they have to draft a, a, a shooting guard or a point guard because they have, they're pretty much filled up at, at big, big men. So, uh, and I think they like Otto Porter at the wing. So, um, he could fit there. He's a big guard. He could fit there and play, play alongside Zach Levine, I guess. They've been playing, um, what's the kid from LSU they have? Antonio Blakely. Mm-hmm. They played him a lot. They played him at the two um, alongside Levine and stuff. So, yeah, Kobe White actually be a good look for them. And, and I, you know, as we, you know, during the best, you know, during the NCAA season, we talk about it. I love Kobe White's game. I think he's a bucket getter. So, um, whatever team he's getting, uh, he's going to be a solid pro, you know, regardless. So, yeah, whoever drafts him is getting a good player. Absolutely agree. Um, you're David Griffin. What are you doing for the next month and a half before free agency starts or before the draft? I'm uh, taking offers. Phone lines are open. Yeah, because I mean the 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 draft part of it's taken care of. I'm, you're drafting Zion, like it's done. Like it's almost like did you did you get to see like the actual like coverage of it, the ESPN little spectacle they did? Yes, and they had him I mean, on the TV up front the whole time. This shit was this shit was so annoying. Like it's if you're gonna go through all that, you got RJ there, you got Zion there, you got Rachel Nichols cracking these corny ass jokes, um, all this shit. You got David Griffin there. At that point, like fuck, you might as well let the Pelicans take Zion home with them today. Like you could have like at that point, just you could have just fucking signed Zion and took his ass home. Because what is the point of all this? Like it's it's so tr- like it's just they trying to they make everything a show now. It's just so it's so dumb. Just tell me who, what the fucking picks are. Well, they're in Chicago where the combine is of where he actually has to do the interviews with everybody. Everybody know he ain't working out. There's some of them, especially them dudes, ain't gonna work out, but they're there for the interview, and so people can get comfortable with them. Um, but we know Bobby Axelrod was there. He'd be trading up. Being like, yeah, Zion's worth everything. We we good. We gonna get him. Oh uh, yeah, Bobby Bobby Axelrod get always gets what he wants. But that's mm-hmm. that's another, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So we on that. Uh, but yeah, David Griffin's opening open the phone lines. It'll be fun for him to take some offers. Um, just to preview, for folks, uh, in our next podcast, uh, as we uh, get closer to the finals, which is. I mean, we know that it hasn't been the best with the Warriors, Cavs, you know, all the time. But put on the 2016 Finals, uh, there's not a better product than a team coming back from 3-1. Uh, it's just, it's in, unfortunately, the last six minutes is not very good basketball because Golden State was dribbling, reverting to their old stuff, not passing, all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be good. We're going to see some really good basketball, and I really hope that we get to see uh, both the one seeds in the Finals. But, in between that time, we're going to have some podcasts with uh, some folks from uh, different parts of the country, uh, some folks in Charlotte are going to think talk to us about Kemba, some folks in Chicago. Uh, the Bulls, unfortunately, didn't have the lottery that I think they definitely wanted. But, Charles, the new rules worked. The new tanking rules worked. I mean, yeah. I mean, you had, yeah. It's You got the Lakers and, and you got the two biggest franchises at, at you know, two way, you know, huge market teams at three and four. And at one and two, you got two small market teams. So, yeah, it's definitely worked out how how, uh, how they wanted it to. Oh, there it is. Uh, Charles, 
let's know let people know where they can uh, find you on social media where they can find the find the pod uh at charles little on uh instagram and twitter still kind of on my on my social media break which you know i get on there to post these and, and make sure you know interact and you know talk to people when i need to uh i you know as much as i like i do like social media i mean I've, the break has been good it's been it's been very good for my mind you should everybody should try it i feel like um it's kind of it kind of makes you remember how useless and dumb uh and how none of the social media shit actually matters but check out the pod it's always positive vibes out here uh you know you know how it is but you know check me out on instagram check me out on twitter peace and love all positive vibes out there always positive vibes charles thanks again for uh jump on on a midweek i think people are going to enjoy this your breakdown of the series has been excellent uh we're going to get into more where uh Obviously, draft lottery is kind of fun. Uh, things are coming to fruition is we is more than we anticipated. Uh, very happy with the process. Um, and the no one thing, last thing I want to say about the lottery is like people always like make it seem like because you got the eighth pick or the tenth pick that it's the end of the world. And then you know in five years when this you know this draft fleshes itself out, there'll always be some guy that's an all star or a really good player that was the twelfth or eleventh pick. Remember, Giannis was the thirteenth pick. Kobe was the thirteenth pick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Dane Lillard was like the eighth, seventh or eighth pick. So, um, yeah, man, it's not the end of the world if you get if you don't have the first pick. True, true. Not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. Sam Bowie and Hakeem Olajuwon say hi, Michael. So you know how that goes. Olajuwon was justifiable. I can't get mad at that. I'm not mad about it at all. You're definitely in that age range. You go with him. No question. No, no question. So, yeah. There it is. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. Charles, let him know what's up. Holla.